This podcast is part of the Christian Geek Central Network at ChristianGeekCentral.com. Strangers and Aliens, episode 128, Batmanimation. Welcome to the Strangers and Aliens podcast. Strangers. <laughs> to boldly say what needs to be said. Would you be a stranger or an alien? Or would you be a strange alien? The truth is out there. I am your father's best friend, Palmer. Versus Captain Kirk. Do you think that there's room in sci-fi for God? The very first thing that God did was that He created something. So we have a creative God. This is Strangers and Aliens podcast. Hello and welcome to Strangers and Aliens. And we are back together, all three of us, all three of our usual hosts. We're here, the, the original trio, the creators of the show. We're, we're back together again. I'm Ben Avery, and I am a writer and a fan of of uh, genre fiction and also of, of well, God and, and Christianity. So, <laughs> And I am here with two other fans of all those things I just mentioned. First of all... To my left, sitting over there against the wall, his arms crossed, his hat tipped down over the brow of his eyes as he looks at me suspiciously as I walk into the tavern. <laughs> that would be... I don't know who you're referring to. <laughs> uh, you, you're to my left. Steve's oh. doing the same thing over here to my right. Um I feel really self-conscious walking to this tavern with you guys looking at me like this. But, a lot yeah. of suspicion going on. So we have <laughs> – on one side, whoever wants to go first, just go. On one side, we Hi. have Dr. Jace O'Neill. <laughs> Hi. I'm, Jace o- I'm Dr. Jace O'Neill. How are you doing? <laughs> on the other side of me, we have – Hi. <laughs> I'm Steve McDonald. Yeah. yeah you just jump in whenever you want. It's, it's all good. It's all good. We're, we're, we are all here, kind of. <laughs> all three of us are here. We're just not um, – not here. all three of us are all here, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Got... And we're usually jumping in on top of each other, so. Yeah. I have a legitimate excuse, though. I, I, we did taxes, and that was – wow, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually very fortunate. I have someone in my church – who that's their profession is they do taxes. And a few years ago they said, we're going to start doing your taxes, Avery's. And we said, thank you so much. Wow. And that year I did my own return just to see what it would be like. And then he showed up at my doorstep to have me sign it. And it was four times what I had figured from using the H and R block little, uh, software thingy. So, wow. Well, cause he knows tax code and H and R block software thing. It doesn't do anything wrong. It just doesn't do anything, you know, special for you or anything. Uh, <laughs> you know, it, it just doesn't go deep for you. Right. So, 
um, he was able to cut deep and able to find, you know, things that have to do with being a freelance writer. Well, and, well there goes our chances of getting HR Block to, to sponsor the show. <laughs> you know what? I am willing to <laughs> let this man take care of my taxes and, uh, and and lose out on the on the sponsorship, guys. I, I wow. I, I, I'm glad you're thinking about the team. I, I apologize <laughs> to you guys in advance. When HR Block does contact us, though, um, you know, because we do so many sponsorships. Um, <laughs> yes. So anyway, yeah, we are here not to talk about taxes. Although maybe maybe that could be a topic for another day. Sci-fi, fantasy taxes. Uh, I don't know, but we are actually here to talk about Batman. And um, I sent an email asking what we wanted to talk about for this episode, and I suggested something about Batman because you know what, seventy fifth anniversary of Batman. And uh, Doctor Jace wrote back and said, "Animated Batman." Yes. And yeah. I said, "Cool, I am down with that." And I had the idea for the title already, Batmanimated, <laughs> <laughs> um, which I I have to say, I kind of stole from a book called. Um, Batmanime or something like that. So <laughs> anyway, which is a cool book, by the way. No, I, I have that. It's it's set. It's it, it's like basically the 1960s Batman, but it's done in Japanese. It was in yeah, Japan. It's like a 13 volume or 13 story thing that they did for Japanese comics in the in the 60s. And yeah. it's it is pretty fantastic and it, fantastically bizarre. And it's so rare that the guy who who put it together um, couldn't even find all the parts to it. <laughs> it's not like it's all collected somewhere in you know Warner Brothers Studios or something like that, just moldering or anything. It's just you know you have to be in the right place at the right time in Japan to <laughs> to get all the to, to get all the pieces of it. And uh, he didn't even have them all at the time that he uh, assembled them. I think he does now. Um, yeah, it seems like anyway. they put out a, another edition of that book. They may have. I, yeah. I got the first one, so they may have so, done a second one. Um, but yeah, Batman yeah. animated. Dr. Jace, why? What What made you just automatically come up with that you well, know, just uh, within minutes of, of the suggestion of Batman? Well, because I, um, I've been going through Netflix, and so I have to... When er- my wife and I are around and we watch any kind of TV at all, we usually watch something together, as you guys know, so we will watch a series all the way through. So if I ever take a couple minutes to watch something on my own, I have to get something I know that she won't care if I watch. And usually she does not care if I watch something that's animated because she's not usually as into the animated stuff. So I use and plus they're only about usually around 22 minutes, so I can usually – if I need a brain break, I can always just pop one in and it's done and over with and I can move on. So recently, um, you know, I've been watching some things on Netflix and a lot of them have been Batman animated because once one was over, I'd want to go to the next one and kind of see how they took the character a little bit differently. So it really comes by that the fact that it's just fresh on my mind. Okay. Well, I can't say I minded that it was fresh on your mind. Yeah. So to good. speak. So, um, well, let's let's uh, let's jump into this then. Um, let's start with Batman animated series, um, not the Batman the animated series, but the an- animated series is plural <laughs> uh, that there have been for Batman. Um, 
I'm assuming on Netflix, the one that you're kind of gra- gravitating to right now, I'm guessing is Batman Brave of the Bold. Am I right? Um, actually, uh, it's one of them. I, I finished that a while ago, but yeah, I mean, that's definitely one of one. What else left. is on there on Netflix? Uh, that's actually why you're talking. I was trying to remember all the ones that I've seen. And uh, right now, just, uh, you have Batman Beyond, uh-huh. um, and then you have Justice League, Justice League Unlimited, which obviously isn't just Batman, but he plays a role in them, especially the, the, the Justice League. All right. Um, and then there's several animated movies that I was just trying to find the names of those so I can remember what they are. Well, you've got with Batman, the brave and the bold. What I like about that series in particular is it, it's kind of a throwback to the original Batman 66 TV show, that kind of mood and tone, but it works for modern audiences. My kids love it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's also kind of like a, a stranger's guide to the, the DC universe because <laughs> every episode is a new hero. Yeah. And yeah. And it's a team up with, okay, Jonah Hex. Yeah. You know, and Red Tornado. <laughs> and, um, you know, kind of these uh, Mr. Miracle. I, I, w- I was at my parents' house and we were like, oh, let's turn on the TV. We turn on and we start watching Batman Be- uh, Brave and the Bold. And the cold open teaser is <laughs> Mr. Miracle. Yeah. I'm thinking, why in the world? This is such a old character, such a, you know, deep cut into the DC universe. <laughs> and there he is, Mr. Miracle, the escape artist extraordinaire. Yeah. And um, I'm just thinking to myself, wow, this is, you know, it's fourth world stuff. That's Jack Kirby. And, you know, Dark Side is a fourth world thing and, and Mr. Mm-hmm. Miracle's in, involved with that. But, right. um, yeah. And then, of course, Aquaman. He's big in there. I'm not a big fan of the portrayal of Aquaman. Is this the, the like, bold. over the top? That's the outrageous. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I, yeah, I have to disagree with you on that one, Ben. I love the the personification or the the characterization of Aquaman, just because it's different. You know, and uh, I I'm with you that it's different, and I'm also with you that it's put him in the spotlight, and that's definitely been a, a positive thing for the character. Um, there's two ways to run with the character right now. One is to just embrace the joke. And the other is to say, okay, here's the joke for Aquaman, but it's totally wrong. He actually is cool. And for Brave and the Bold, they embrace the joke, man. <laughs> he is, but, he's but, outrageous. But in reality, pretty much every character they bring on there is is kind of the yeah, – all, near all of them is kind of more of the extreme version of them. Even Batman himself, some of the stuff is kind of interesting. I mean they have they – have, I mean, look at the villains. They have the quilt guy. They have the music meister on there. In oh, fact, the musical the, episode. Yeah, the musical episode was brilliant. I mean, it was just um, – I'd have to say, at first, I think kind of some of what you are going to say is Brave and the Bold, I did not think I would like it. I, I pretty much thought it was going to be stupid, but I really found myself enjoying it and having fun. And I loved the fact that – they oh you always had a different character to come in and kind of see something new and if you mm-hmm. if you notice they almost never used um, Superman almost ever and so it was always this new 
character or char- character and many of them we're not talking about like b we're talking c d and e level superheroes and, and villains <laughs> yeah. and um it was i i rather enjoyed it. i thought it was pretty funny there were a couple times when i i laughed out loud and i thought that the music meister or the music uh, episode was was just really really entertaining yeah and well and here's the other thing though it is entertaining this is definitely for a younger um audience it's not just for younger audiences because it like i said it's making some deep cuts that you know old fans are going to enjoy that but at the same time it's definitely um it's not dark and gritty and this is the thing that I, as we explore Batman animated, I think we kind of can pull from there is Batman is a chameleon as far as a character goes. He can be in a kitty, kitty, kitty show and he can be in a yeah. dark and dark gritty, you know, almost R rated animated type of thing. Yeah. Um, and it's, it's interesting. Um, it's also a little confusing for the, the child, you know, to say, <laughs> well, actually that one. Probably let's wait until you're 13 on that. Yeah, yeah um, and that's why you have to you know check into it because if even if you look at all the stuff on Netflix on, on the different versions of Batman, you have to be careful. But Batman: Brave and the Bold, I actually really enjoyed watching it with my two year old daughter because she she for whatever reason thinks Superman and Batman are the same person. So she <laughs> she's she's really big into Superman. That's but whenever really funny. whenever we watch Batman: Brave and the Bold, she always calls him. Superman or whatever she you know something like that. So she thinks <laughs> Batman is basically Superman with a different suit. And yeah, just so, a different color cape is what she's seeing. Exactly, that's exactly what she's seeing. And so because uh, we usually pick shows to watch together, and she'll just kind of you know she will lay down on the couch, put her head on my chest, and just watch. And then when we're done with Plastic Man episodes, she goes more, more. <laughs> so she's getting indoctrinated fairly early. So, yes. Well, and that's that happened with my kids too. I have so. to say though, I, I would uh, Batman: Brave and the Bold. I'd have to put it up there with one of my favorite animated cartoons because it's it's just really entertaining, and I yeah. I really enjoyed you know the Aquaman. I love the outrageous. You know, I really <laughs> love that that characterization of him. Yeah. And in fact, also <laughs> that's. <laughs> that, that that blue beetle was very interesting because I'm sitting there going, man, this blue beetle against Iron Man. That would be interesting. Well, and they arced that character. I mean, they gave that guy a character arc in the series. Yeah. yeah. And it, I mean, it's definitely an episodic show, although they do have some, I think, some two parters and stuff. But yeah. um, well, especially especially the um, there was a couple ones where they carried over with the star Starro mm-hmm. bad guy. But yeah, um, the the one that my kids love is the one where it's it's Robin. Yes, you know he's off on his own. He's not quite Nightwing yet, you know. Yeah. Um, and, but he and, becomes Nightwing in the episode or in the series. Yeah, but th- there's the one episode where they're like going along, and you remember when you used to ride in the sidecar of my motorcycle? It's like, yeah, no, yeah. No, I don't right. want to remember this. This is it's like all this embarrassing. Oh, that was when I was a kid, you know. Yeah, I also like um, kind of the the competitiveness between Batman and Green Arrow because yes. it it highlights how very similar they are, and almost this kind of like this competition between the two of them. I thought it was very very interesting because they are very very similar in some ways, and 
you know, at the whole thing, well, there's no one I'd rather work with, but at the same time, they're both very similar and competitive. Yeah, it's like you can't get along with your parents because they're so much alike to you. Yeah. You know, and it's it's the same thing. Well, but again, that's kind of a deep cut into the DC universe where yeah. back in the, I mean, we're talking old comics. We're talking 50s or whatever. Um, you know, Green Green Arrow had the Arrowmobile and the yeah. Arrow Cave. And it had Speedy, <laughs> although I never understood how Green Arrow, you know, why is Green Arrow's sidekick named Speedy? Shouldn't that be Flash's sidekick? Yeah. I mean, yeah. honestly, let's. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. It he shoots red... those arrows really speedy. I know. I, speedily. I, speedily. I get where it comes from. Wasn't he addicted to speed? Like, he like, was. Like, even if you don't want he to was a heroin him, addict. <laughs> even if you didn't want to call him like Red Arrow, how about Spike? At least it relates. Yeah. Or, or, or Bo or I don't know. Bo. <laughs> that Bo, Bo would work. Bo would work. Like, Given some superpower. Well, but here's the other thing is, you know, you would think that maybe maybe Green Arrow's sidekick would be named, you know, Robin, like Robin Hood. But yeah. no, that's that's Batman's sidekick. Yeah. It just doesn't all, all make sense. They, yeah, they just need to shuffle them around. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm wondering, how, do you guys even know the story about why Robin was named Robin? I mean, out of all the things to match up Batman with, why Robin? I mean, I know they wanted to kind of make it younger, but still... You know, Why could not exactly Robin. Yeah, exactly Robin. I think it does go back to Robin Hood. I more than the bird, because I don't know, but he does have like the red. Yeah, you know, Robin Redbreast kind of thing. But who knows? Anyway, I think that was a later affectation because you know, like like you said, I think it just goes back to to Robin Hood. And then later on, it took more bird-like qualities. Because you have the bat and the bird then. Yeah, bat and the bird. So, Well, if any of our listeners know, uh, comment on this episode and yes. give us... StrangersAnalyze.com. Yeah, give us some links and give us your feedback. Um, okay, well, let's, uh, let's move to what I think most people's favorite animated Batman comes from. And that is the DC Animated Universe, which starts with Batman the Animated Series which started in 1992. And I remember that because that was my senior year in high school. <laughs> um, and then years later, Superman gets his own animated series. Right. And then you get some um, new Batman adventures. Then you get Batman beyond mm-hmm. justice league, justice league unlimited. I think static shock in there somewhere yeah. actually fits into yeah. the DC animated you. Yes, it is. Yeah. And wasn't there some other cartoon it was like a, a, was like a robot on the run or something. What? There was an online cartoon with like the girls from the Batman. Was it? Uh, was that a shock? Wasn't he part of the, the Outsiders? Was that what that that was part of? Uh, Static Shock was part of the Milestone comic universe. And then he um, – but that was published by DC and DC kind of incorporated them. Yeah, but in the animation, weren't, wasn't he? was he one of the members of the Outsiders? That I couldn't tell you. I don't think he was. Um, I think I think he was. I think he was in the Justice League or one of they go back in, in time. The future Justice League, I think, is what he was. A member he was of. in the future Justice League. Yeah, yeah. but he was also with um, Katana and uh, Metamorpho. I don't know. Well, or was that in in Brave and the Bold? Was that well, the, no, the, there's, Brave the... There's, I think there's two. I think they did a jump. I think there was um, in. Um, Batman Beyond and then Justice League when or, or something there was some crossover that I'm remembering with um 
I think Static Shock was with Metamorpho and Katana. Because I know they, they did – they tied in the uh, Justice League cartoons into the Batman Beyond universe. Then yes, then that's what Because Batman about. Beyond was in the future and his old Bruce Wayne takes in a new a new Batman basically, Terry yeah. the Guinness and and allows him to become Batman. <laughs> he didn't have to be Robin. Like not, come not on, you know, don't you have to become Robin for a little while and then become <laughs> Batman? Um, so let me ask you guys this. Um when Batman the animated series came out, like where were you in your life phase? Were you in college or like that was senior year in high school for me and i loved it um the thing that my friends and i really liked about it was that it it echoed back to those original superman cartoons from the 30s or whatever and it the 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 animation was not great but it was better than what we had on tv (laughs) you know (laughs) the batman the animated series yeah yeah. Oh man, I I love the animation. No, I I'm not saying that I didn't like it. I'm just saying that they kept it very simple, but they yeah, did like it the, artfully. Yeah, I like the stylization of it. It it was set in modern times, but it had a very uh, you know look, yeah. f- like a 40s look to it, almost well, like Art Deco in a lot of places. Like 89 Batman. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, it was I really I love the art direction. I remember when I saw it, I remember thinking this is cool. This isn't like the, the other Batman cartoon I used to see. This was like, I, I kind of had that retro old fashioned. I really, really enjoyed that style. In fact, it may be my favorite art direction of any of the other cartoons we're talking about. I, uh, when with that, you have, um, the Superman series came out of that and they had the crossover, the world's finest. It was a 90 minute, you know, three part episode, but it was a 90 minute uh, directed DVD kind of thing or directed video. And uh, it was just, the, okay. So now they're, they're expanding, you know, okay, here's Superman and Batman. And then of course we go into justice league through that. And this is just, this is Marvel has the movies down right now. DC can't, you know, even compare to Marvel right now with the movies. DC is going to try to, right. but at this point in time, we had X-Men and we had Spider-Man um, and Spider-Man got canceled and became future weird animal universe Spider-Man. Yeah. Where, uh, it just you know, tanked. Weird. But this stuff, Justice yeah. League and Justice League Unlimited and, and Superman and Batman, this was good. And then Batman yeah. Beyond as well. And didn't um, this, the Batman the animated series, didn't they like capitalize and actually do a movie kind of like uh, was it Ma- uh, mask of the phantasm yes mm-hmm. yes and that came out i was in college when that came out and a friend of mine went and saw that and i said how was it and he said this is the batman movie that they should have made because i think at that time only batman and batman returns had come out let me check on that Could be. it was year? 1993 so both of those would have been come out yeah that yeah been... yeah but this is before batman forever and yeah, batman and robin Bat. Yeah. And so my friend was just so amazed because it was a cartoon. But yeah. it was almost taking Batman more seriously than Batman Returns did. Yeah, because they were I think originally they were only going to um they're only going to do like a direct video release, but then at some point along the process they decided to do a theatrical release. <laughs> it did, yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so Now, did you guys see that one? I did, yeah. I, I did. I didn't see it in the theater. 
Uh, I saw it in the theater. I saw it in the theater. I didn't see it in the theater either, but I did make sure to see it. Right. Um, after talking to my friend about it. Um, I did not know that it was it was it was in the theaters. Yeah, it was. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. is bizarre. Yeah, well, and the, the problem with it was that it was made um, you know, it was animated the same as as the TV show was. And so they weren't necessarily ready for big screen with it. So let me ask you this cuz this was one that I that I, I really enjoyed and I really really liked it. And I I'm trying to think what was there another cartoon in between cuz I remember my first exposure to an animated Batman. I have two of them. One was Super Friends, of course. And yeah, yeah. So that that was a very different kind of um Batman. Was there anything in between there? Between Super Friends and animated series, there, not exactly. There was a Batman show that was on Saturday morning, but that would have been, I think, I was three or four when that was coming out, and so that was at the same time as Super Friends. And that I'm not was, even talking about. I'm not even talking about the Batman ripoffs. You know, like the Blue Falcon. No, no. This is <laughs> no, this is uh, Batman and Adam West and Burt Ward did the voices. Okay. And it was paired up with like Lone Ranger or Zorro or Tarzan or one of those. I think they all had their show on at that same time period. Um, but, you know, there was a Superman that was on in the 80s that would have been before this in 92. Um, it was uh, The New Adventures of Batman, which was a, a filmation 1977 thing. With Adam West and Burt Ward that I just got done talking was about. Was that the yeah. one? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that was one of those where they paired it up, like the Godzilla power hour, which was Godzilla and some other cartoon that had nothing to do right. with Godzilla. Yeah. So, um, well, there yeah. is one that you guys are missing. What's there that? There is one. And because my exposure to the animated Batman, of course, was super friends, mm -hmm. but there was one that I know of that was before, uh, uh, Batman animated series. And that is. The Scooby Doo episodes. The uh, <laughs> yeah, those are from before I was born. Yeah, I mean they. <laughs> I saw them. I mean they they replayed those. It was the Scooby Doo movie star crossovers. Yeah, was, was that like was that like a 70, uh, 72, 73, something like that? Yeah, let's see. Yeah, that's seventy. Yeah, the new Scooby Doo movies seventy two. And there was two of them. I have it on DVD. My kids have watched them over and over and over again. But they had things like Scooby-Doo teamed up with Phyllis Diller. Yeah, and oh, Scooby-Doo yeah. teamed up with uh, Dom DeLuise. And the Addams Family. And the Addams Family. Yep. And then, and then Scooby-Doo teamed up with Batman and, and Robin and, twice. And, Sa and Sandy Duncan. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I got a chance to meet Sandy Duncan. Did you wow. ask her about it? No. How, what I was just, it like to work with Scooby-Doo? <laughs> I, I was actually just remarkable how really tiny she was. That's how um, she played Peter Pan. Yeah. I mean, she was right. We, we we got a picture. I don't even have a copy of the picture. My friend was supposed to give me a copy and they never got it to me. But she was literally this tiny little thing. So I my whole thing about – the whole reason – there's I knew Sandy uh, Duncan, Duncan from two things. Hogan's family when she took over from Valerie Harper. Yeah, that was sad. And, <laughs> and two – to Scooby Doo, so I'm sitting there going, "I'm next to Scooby Doo's co-star." Here we go. Wow. But um, but yeah, that was before Super Friends. That was even before Super Friends. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. 
Yeah. It was Super Friends started in yeah. 74, Four, 73. Yeah. I mean, Super Friends is as old as I am. Actually, no older if it started in 73. Yeah, but wouldn't that be around the same time? Because I know that the Scooby Doo movies went around between around 73, 72 and 74. So Wikipedia really says 72. Right. That's when it started, but when did it end? When did I don't the, know, but Batman it... appeared um, September and December of 1972. Okay. And there was the Batman Superman hour from the late sixties. Yeah, remember yeah. that? I remember watching them on you know in the afternoons. I mean, this that's yeah. before I was oh, born, but it was on they, in syndication before in the afternoons there. They also had the so. Globetrotters and <laughs> Tim Conway, which I've actually met them too. Tim Conway and the Harlem wow. Globetrotters. The Globetrotters. This is ow, oh, it landed on my foot, Doctor Jace. Those names you dropped. <laughs> yeah, you gotta watch out for those. Oh I always step man, my toe! Stairs. Yeah, especially Metal Arc Lemon, the, the, the Prince Clown. My, in fact, here's a, here's a cool story. I'm gonna drop this name. So, yeah, Metal Arc Lemon is like the Godfather of the the Globetrotters. So he's a Christian, or he was back in the day. I don't I don't I don't remember the entire story, but he was coming to our church, and my dad was on the staff of the church. And so as a promotional thing to do this kind of outreach evangelism event, they promoted that uh, Metal Arc Lemon, this at the time was the face of the Globetrotters. Of course, he was even on. I mean, you have to. He was so big. He was on Scooby-Doo. So my dad and him play a game of horse. This is how they advertise the event. My dad practiced for six months and he crushed him in horse. <laughs> And the pastor <laughs> pulled him to the side and was like, what are you doing? You don't beat the basketball player. <laughs> you know, so. The guest, yes. no less. The guest, you lose on purpose. Wow. <laughs> so that is my... my Aww, that's a sad story. <laughs> yes. My dad was a pretty good shooter, but yeah, he was, wasn't thinking that one through. <laughs> so yeah, Super Friends was a big deal in my life, though growing yeah, up and yeah. well, these... let me ask you let me ask you which version do you like better do you like the version with the dog and the two regular kids or Don't do you like with the that. wonder twins and the wonder twins Come i actually on. like both um which do i like better the wonder twins were in better episodes but i love the idea of wendy and marvin being superheroes in training <laughs> they yeah. have no powers yeah. no <laughs> they powers. go on these missions yeah just hang on <laughs> One of the biggest jokes of Super Friends is it's always a bucket of water. Of all the things you could be, it's always a oh, bucket for... of water. Yeah. Well, but no... that's that's so that the care. eagle can carry the bucket. Yeah. yeah. yeah but and yeah, not get cold because if he turned into like an ice bucket or an ice briefcase, because <laughs> the eagle could carry that too. But it would get cold on her feet. Yeah. Come on, guys. But the, uh, where, are the, where are the writers on this one? You get to write your own cartoon. You can't think of something better than a bucket of water. I well, do were, not know. I mean. They were probably stock writers. At, you know, whoever was, <laughs> hey, write an episode of Super Friends. Okay. I have, I have another question for Ben. What? I have a question for Ben. Because I'm asking you to compare. And you would choose the Wonder Twins as as you would prefer well better episodes definitely i like wendy and marvin they have a special part in my heart because they were on a pillowcase that i had oh and oh. so i slept on them it was all of them it was the it was the alex toth 
illustration of them all like standing in a row and you know all looking heroic and even marvin is you know got his hands up in the air doing you know flexing his muscles and um wonder dog has his chest puffed out so there's a special part in 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 my heart for them okay so so here's my question okay if you took aquaman from super friends and the aquaman from batman brave and the bold which one do you like better So Aquaman from New Fifty Two doesn't count. No nope. <laughs> current Aquaman. In the... No, we're talking no. about just Super Friends. Okay, well, I I have to go with uh, Brave and the Bold. I mean, he's got personality, <laughs> and you know Aquaman from Super Friends. I like Aquaman because of Super Friends. I always thought he was really cool, even though people are making fun of him. Well, you know he can talk to fish or whatever. That's cool. <laughs> I would love to talk to fish. And not just talk to them, control them. You can make that whale go and do whatever you want him to do. You know what? Oh, that jerk is over there on that boat, and I never liked him. He's over there in his canoe. Okay, whale, go knock his canoe over. Yeah, you know, and then blast him with your nostril thing on the top of your blowhole. Blast him with your blowhole. It's just a shame if you live in a a landlocked state or something. Well, yeah, yeah, you probably would move. Yeah, because then you'd be like, you little small catfish, um, keep <laughs> <Yeah>. swimming. <laughs> you microbes in my drinking water. <laughs> You're the only ones I have to talk to. I'm so lonely. I, I, I will tell you, the one Aquaman that I really, really enjoyed, and I don't think it was a very long, is because I'm really, because I do like Aquaman's powers, but I do think they're somewhat limited. But the one I really liked was the one where he had that the the magic hand or whatever where he could turn the water mm-hmm. into whatever that because then that he he becomes almost green lantern like green lantern like I mean you could do all sorts of cool things with that that extra hand yeah yeah but back to Batman <laughs> <laughs> the the topic of the day um here's the thing the other thing with uh, Batman Beyond is they did a direct DVD. A movie for Batman Beyond that wrapped up the entire series, and that was the Return well, yeah. of the Joker. Yeah, didn't they? Didn't they do that with? Um, didn't they do a, a, a kind of a a closure Just, in Justice League? Yeah, Justice League. They did some more too. Yeah, but this is yeah. this is before that, and this was kind of wrapping up the Terry McGillis or McGinnis um, character, and it's the Return of the Joker. It was rated. I'm pretty sure it was rated PG-13. And that was one of the first uh, animated movies to actually to come up with that kind of a rating. Um, it's violent. And when they played it on TV, they actually cut out some of the violence. Um, but yeah, it, it was it was actually a really strong, strong story and a really strong ending to that character. But you're right. They did come back to a future Justice League. And he was a part of that, too. Because, yeah, from my understanding. My understanding was that they they cut Batman Beyond before its ending because they wanted to move on to Justice League, and so what ended up happening in the Justice League episode is they he discovers that he's basically Bruce Wayne's son or clone or whatever you want to call it, and so that is a um, part of his battle of his identity, you know, because then this. Bruce tricked him or did he, you know, there's all these different things. So I enjoyed 
Batman uh, Beyond because I thought it was a different, interesting. I mm-hmm. I kind of struggled because seeing Bruce Wayne as an older man, it was very interesting, and I think very uh, allows you to kind of probe that character, the Batman character, in a, a very different way. At the same time, it's also a little bit depressing, you know, because Bruce Wayne is kind of like this ageless character. Yeah. And then you're seeing him, it kind of like makes you just basically have to accept your own mortality. Yeah. And I think people, there were people who weren't happy about Batman Beyond because I'm pretty sure they canceled the um, the Batman Adventures, I think is what it was. In, yeah, 1999, Superman Animated Series and New Batman Adventures were both canceled. 1999, Batman Beyond starts. And so people were kind of like, well, this we love the Batman show. That's an incredible show. We love the Superman stuff. And now Batman Beyond, this they're bringing oh, you're just trying to get younger viewers. You're bringing in a teenager to be Batman. And while it's awesome as a continuation because Bruce Wayne is in almost every episode. Yeah. I mean, if not every episode, I, I couldn't tell you. But he was a huge part there, of that. There was there was um in Batman Beyond there were a couple episodes where he was not in them. But I'm looking at the dates and you're right, Justice League started two thousand one. Yeah, no, I'm, I know that they stopped Batman Beyond to start Justice League. And that's why, because he never really got an ending. Even with, I didn't, I don't know if I saw the Joker movie, but they didn't get a really closure. So they brought in and did a whole, I think maybe even have been a two-parter in Justice League about Batman Beyond's character. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it was. So, okay, so that's the, the DC animated universe. And that did kind of get continued into some directed DVD movies and that kind of thing. But um, as far as TV series go, that's I I haven't watched any of the new ones. There's there's the new one, the the Beware the Batman. I did not watch that at all. Yeah, I, I actually seen that. I didn't see that one either. I didn't really the, the animation. I didn't didn't really appeal to me at all. Yeah, me too. I it just did not interest me one but, bit. I will say that um, the, both the Justice League and Justice League Unlimited, I think, were extremely well done. I, I um, very much enjoyed both of them. Uh, in fact, I, I really like Justice League because usually the episodes were two-parters, so you usually got like this full story because there's usually a continuation. Justice League Unlimited was cool in a different way because you got to see all these other characters. Yeah. Um, but... Batman, I always enjoyed it because Batman was always just part time. <laughs> he was a part time Justice Leaguer. Yet they all hung out in his space, you know, house up there. Now, here's something that I'm excited about. Now, Batman's not a primary character in this, but um, Netflix has just added um, not Teen Titans Go with the or Teen Titans with the uh, the kind of animated series, but the um, Young Justice series. He's yeah. on Netflix. And that I have heard so many good things about. I'm yeah, sorry. I got, I, I got cut off. All I heard was um, Ben saying, now here. That's all I heard. Okay. I thought, I thought here's, I say, the, now here's something. Yeah, here's something I'm excited about is that on Netflix, they've added Young Justice. And yes. it's basically Teen Titans. I haven't watched it yet. I'm really excited oh, to watch it with my kids. No, it's good. Um, but it's kind of its own thing. As far as I understand, it's not tied into any of these other series that we're talking about. Yeah. Is that accurate? 
Yeah, I, I don't think it yeah, is. Yeah, I don't think it's part of the same universe, no. But, but there are some things that, that, if you know the DC universe, that will, you know, will translate. You know, Young Justice is actually very well done, and Batman is in that one, um, because you have, to, you have to deal with, um, you know, you're dealing with a lot of sidekicks. And it's very interesting, uh, because I like Teen Titans as well. Um, I, I don't remember if Batman ever made an appearance in that one, but um, but no, Young Justice, very interesting because I did see it on Netflix, and I'm trying to see. Do you, can you tell if they actually have how many seasons they have? It looks like it's just one season, 26 episodes, and I was just looking it up to see, and there are 46 total episodes. Yeah, that's two what seasons. I was to... So it's just first season. Yeah, that bums me out because. Um, because I'm stuck because I, I watched most of them and they just kind of ended. Um, yeah. And, okay, I, I, I know that I'm pulling away from Batman a little bit, but Aquaman, I understand, is in this and is also pretty awesome. <laughs> and not outrageous. So. Well, no. like that Most of the Martian Manhunter, usually most of the main characters make an appearance because they usually their their sidekick is in the story, usually. Um so it's very interesting, and also I think in Young Justice you have a uh, Red Tornado plays a more significant role than some. Of oh, really? <laughs> yeah, Red Tornado. But it, it's interesting what they <laughs> the do. Sad Android. It's interesting what they do between um, Robin and Aqualad because um, there's some ish, there's some things about leadership that I, I was a little bit surprised the way they the direction they went in. Of course, seeing Teen Titans, I was a little bit expecting something but uh, they did some really interesting things and superboy the conflict between superboy and superman was also very interesting yeah i'm excited to watch that yeah it's good it's good so uh, well, we okay. watched it early on but we never finished it up so that'd be fun to go back to so you want to talk about some of these um animated movies then we've talked about a few of them that are tied into the dc animated universe but yeah there are a lot, and some of them are really, really good. Some of them are very good. Um, now, the one that I want to mention, I say one, but it actually isn't one. This is kind of a nice little packaged Batman animated movie set that you can watch, and it's Batman from beginning to end. And that's they in 2011, they did Batman Year One based on the Batman Year One graphic yeah. novel. Yeah. Start there. Watch that first. Yeah. Then, have, yeah. then you watch um, Batman uh, Gotham Knight, which yep. so, was a movie that was a collection of short movies where people are talking about, oh, I saw Batman and he was like this. And then it goes into the yeah. story. <laughs> and it's actually based on an animated series episode. It's now, in the Nolan universe, right? It is technically, but it easily fits into what I'm talking about here because this is Batman in his career. And you're right. seeing people reacting to Batman's career after year one. Then you go to the 2010 movie, Batman Under the Red Hood. Yes. Okay, which is about um, – I don't want to give away too much, but it's about a villain called Red Hood. And it's a villain that comes you know, out of Batman's past. Yeah. From there – there are other things you could do possibly, but from there you go to Batman uh, 2012 and 2013, Dark Knight Returns, part one and yeah, part two. I've, I've not seen that one, so don't say anything about I'm, that I'm not going to say much about it other than this is him at the end of his career. And so yeah. you've got year one 
to Dark Knight Returns and in between you got those other two movies, it's a nice little set. If you wanted to, you could potentially add in the um, Batman Superman team-ups. Yes, there's, there's a few uh, of Public those. Enemies and Apocalypse. You yeah, can throw those in there kind of because um, again, it's kind of career stuff that's going on in the middle there, but I was when I was watching this these movies, I was kind of struck by, oh, this is actually if you do these, you get a nice set and these are all strong stories and um, it's interesting Ben because I noticed one thing there's a trend with you is that you like to take even if they're not really connected you like to find ones who are that tell a story from beginning to end yes like you did that with the Rankin Bath stuff <laughs> yes and no, that was a that was a bigger stretch than what I'm talking about here though <laughs> yeah but no, because like to, yeah year one is based on the graphic novel by Frank Miller yeah, and Dark Knight Returns is based on the graphic novel by Frank Miller. Now, Frank Miller wrote Dark Knight Returns and illustrated that before he did Year One. Year One came out. I think yeah. they had him do Year One because Dark Knight Returns was so popular and so good, from my understanding. I might be wrong about that. but um, So that is intended. That is Year One, Frank Miller, end of career, Frank Miller. And then in between there, you have some you know one-off adventures kind of thing. But yeah. Now, there's there's two others that are more Justice League, but they're they're worth mentioning because one of them especially has a strong Batman focus, but the other one is, is such an interesting style, and that's called Justice League New Frontier. And okay. that's where yeah. that's where you take like a lot of the and you get them in there. What is it? Would it be the Golden or the Silver Age of each of the characters? Would it be Silver Age? Um. I mean, New Frontier, I think, would go – I think you're talking – yeah. Yeah, to the silver. New Frontier yeah. kind of covers the history of DC, not year by year, but yeah. in the way that it it starts out and here's the beginning of DC and here's – you know, it starts out with like kind of an homage to the war comics yeah. and that kind of it's, thing. It's putting yeah. everything from the war, like the end of the war um, – into context with the beginning of uh, the Super Friends. The, I mean, not the Super Friends, the, the Justice, Justice League. League. Yeah. So you're getting, you know, the deep story about <clears throat> everything that happened before the Justice League uh, came into existence. Yeah. Um, and this is old school stuff. It's it's not, you know, uh, Crisis on Infinite Earths and then Legends. This is, you know, going back to the war, the you know, World War Two. And you see the it was the challenges of the unknown, and you see like like you said the war comics and the monster comics that were coming out at the time. They're fighting you know these monsters. Dinosaur Island, Dinosaur Islands, really yeah. really interesting stuff. Yeah, no, and the animation is is just really really interesting, especially if you like the retro stuff. But well, the that, graphic novel is drawn with that style. Yeah, and it's gorgeous. Yeah, the other one would be Justice League. Doom, and because there's, um, I there, see. I don't want to talk too much about this be, simply because I have with with this talk about the Batman Superman crossover and leading into a Justice League movie. There's a part of me that wonders if they will take parts of this storyline and add it into that because it it, it makes sense because uh, basically Justice League Doom is where the Justice League people are being taken out because of isn't that what this is where where with Batman's plans 
Yeah, I, I think that this is. Um, yes, yes, this is what it is. He um, basically, as uh, Batman, he observes all these heroes and he knows their weaknesses. And somebody breaks in and finds the weakness for all of the, and they start taking out the Justice League. So Batman recognizes someone's taking these people out because they're using my techniques. And so there's a part of me that thinks that that they might use part of this storyline in the upcoming Justice League movie because that would make sense that Batman's watching these heroes from afar and then they get start getting taken out. I think, though, that you're talking about something that should be Justice League 2. You know, we, we get to know the characters, see them working together, and then the betrayal starts. Oh, he has a plan to kill me? <laughs> Superman would be okay with it. Superman knows. In fact, I even – I don't know where I've seen – these stories, but um, Superman's like, you know, I only trust you, Bruce, you know, to Just, be the one that that was in Justice League. I mean, that's how it might be in other places, too, but that's definitely in the Justice League animated series because Superman knows he could have someone use magic and take over his brain and he's an unstoppable weapon, you know, and so but but I don't know. I look at someone like Flash and think he might not be so uh, keen to have someone with a plan to kill him, like, like <laughs> dude. I thought we were friends, but you're gonna... – so. Now, that one was a follow-up to Justice League Crisis on Two Earths, which is another good Batman one. And this – I'm not going to give away any of the ending to this one. But the ending of this one is Batman at his best. And it's Batman making the what, hard calls, man. What, what, what's what's this one's called again? Crisis on Two Earths. You see, okay. I want to see if I've seen this one. Oh, yes. I've seen this one, yeah. Yeah. Um. And yeah, so that one, that was a good one. And then there is probably my favorite DC animated movie, and that's Justice League: The Flashpoint Paradox. I've not seen it. Don't tell me anything about it. All I'm going to tell you is Flash is in it. That's why the Flashpoint <laughs> points at something. Right? Yeah, and uh, I, I, I oh the Batman oh I don't want to I, I can't say anything, but resist um, resist. This is what they use to reset the DC universe. Yeah. And so they do some crazy time travel stuff and Dr. Jace, watch it. I know it's on my list. Watch it's it. On my list. Um, <laughs> I'll have to watch it too. <laughs> so those are some cool movies and most of the DC has their animated films down. Marvel yeah. animated films. I don't know if you've seen Dr. Strange. If you haven't, don't. I've seen some really bad don't waste ones. your time. Yeah. And oh, then they did Iron Man. If Iron Man and the Hulk, oh, which is so horrible. Bad. Oh, oh the Iron. Oh, it. that you're talking about the team up. Yeah. Oh, oh it's bad. It's oh bad. my goodness, that one is painful to watch. Yeah. Painful. The animation yeah. is so bad. The animation is bad, but the thing is, the script and, is really bad too. It's Terrible. I mean, it's it's amazingly bad. Like at one point, um, I think the abomination like like kicks the Hulk around for a little bit and doesn't hit him. But then as he's dragging him off, he's like, you know, something. He says something about you know, now that you ate my fists, blah 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 blah. And I'm like, you didn't hit him with your fists. And then they just end up falling into a cemetery, and they're attacked by werewolves, and they win, and then they get back into the plot. 
I mean, it's, it's literally, <laughs> oh, we just fell out of the plot, and now we're being attacked by werewolves. Okay, okay, we're done with that. Can we get back into the movie now? Yeah, sure. Hulk, go back to movie now. <laughs> it's so bad. The Marvel's live action, awesome. Back to Batman. <laughs> well, Iron Man is almost Batman. <laughs> just yeah. with jets on his feet. So, <laughs> I would... Uh... <laughs> That's the interesting thing about Batman. Batman is you can take him into so many different things. And I think that that maybe part of the struggle with Superman is that Batman seems to be more diverse. Not to say that Superman couldn't be, but I, I don't think we've seen as many um, of Superman as with Batman. Yeah, well, the thing with Superman is he can't go as dark and still retain what makes him Superman. Batman can go dark and be a dark film. You can have Batman Beyond, Dark Knight, and Dark Knight Rises. That's really some dark storytelling, whether you like the storytelling or not, Steve. <laughs> but um, but then you can also have Brave and the Bold. And you can put him into those situations where the darkness is almost the joke. Yeah. You know, and yeah, I'm Batman. I don't have any friends except for all my friends. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, people will love me. No one yeah, loves me. yeah. No one loves me except for everybody around me. <laughs> um, but then, yeah, I think that Batman, like I said, then, he's, he's then, a chameleon. And then he pauses to sing in in the musical. <laughs> yeah, and so you can have. Yeah, I think there's there's a, literally one scene. I can't remember who it's to save, but Batman is willing to sing and embarrass himself in front of this entire nightclub. And he gets up there and he sings and it's like this amazing voice and he doesn't care that he's out on the set. They're going, yeah, this is definitely not Nolan's Batman. Yeah. Well, and OK, so this is a universe where you have Dark Knight Returns, which is so dark. Uh, but you also have Adam West, which is so not, you know. Um, but here's a question. You know, I'm not going to spoil anything with Dark Knight Returns, Dr. Jace. I will say that some people have said Clint Eastwood could play that version of Batman or whatever, because he's, he's old and grizzled and time has passed and everything. Um, I've heard people say they should have a dark Knight returns at a live action, but bring in Adam West to play him. So it's old Adam West in a really dark yeah, movie. That's not, yeah. that's not doable. He's not, Adam West isn't that kind of actor. It, he's just not. It'd be he's funny though. I mean, you, you'd end up playing it for camp. It's, yeah. It would have to be campy. It's campy darkness. It'd be, Doing a parody of Nolan, to be honest, is, is what you'd end up doing. Yeah. But, um, would that be so bad? No. Honestly, <laughs> it wouldn't I mean, be. You could make it you, – if you got the right script with the right people, it would. It might be possible. Um, but I just – I don't know. I don't know if they could do Campy with Batman and be successful. I don't know if they could do it because they tried that with Batman and Robin and – it was just mm. awful. Lissai. <laughs> <sighs> oh, I personally enjoyed Batman Forever, personally. But Batman and Robin was just another level. That was just, they went from, yeah. oh, this is kind of a, I thought Batman Forever was more of a, this is what Adam West would look like. And nowadays, Batman and Robin was, wow, this is just really bad. Yeah. Batman and Robin is them trying to tell the joke without knowing what makes the joke funny. Yeah, and, you know, and all, Adam and West all, Batman. People think it's hilarious, so let's yeah. do those jokes. But we don't know why it's funny. So, well, yeah. to, to be fair, 
in Batman Forever, you have Jim Carrey and Tommy Lee Jones, both very good at what they do. And in but Batman both and doing Robin, the same thing. And <laughs> Batman and Robin, you have Chris O'Donnell and Arnold Schwarzenegger. So um, we kind of take a step. Arnold you know. Schwarzenegger, he's good at what he does. That's Not why they brought him sorta. in. They brought him in to be Arnold Schwarzenegger. Who yeah. better? Yeah, but can you imagine what that movie would have been like had you gotten Patrick Stewart to play that role? You you can't. I mean, not with that script. No, not with that script. But if they had had like adapted the script from the the cartoon, the Batman animated series, where there's pathos in it and you really almost feel for this character – you know, I mean, it, it was just an amazing episode of the animated series, and then to see what they did in the in the the I mean, the movie was just <laughs> ridiculous, over the top. Why would you take yeah. something that was so well received yeah. and then just <laughs> freeze? <laughs> the ice skating fighting Horrible. scene, and then the the up close bum shots. I mean, just, oh, yeah. just... <laughs> well, and isn't this the movie where they're driving along the arm of the statue of Liberty or something along that? Yeah. The less said, the better we can move on from that. I think. No, no I right? think he said, I think he said like, um, Holy Island Batman. No, seriously. Holy or something. Like yeah. That. It's or, all rusted. Yeah, and it was holes had holes in it. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's them trying to tell the joke without knowing what made the joke funny in the first place. And, <laughs> Well, <laughs> that's what we ended up with. So, so let me ask you this it, to to bring it to a close. What is the best animated incarnation of Batman? If you could pick your favorite Batman incarnation, what would it be? Steve? I'd have to go with the animated series. I mean, yeah. it was just, you know, just classic and so classic that the the guy who plays the voice for Batman, you know, plays him in so many other things. He's now like the voice of Batman, you know. So it, and, and it kicked off the entire universe for for DC. I completely so. agree. I mean, it, it didn't just kick off that universe. It kicked off everything that they're doing as far as animation. Yeah. Now, I mean, it, it has its roots back then with Bruce Tim and Kevin Conroy and Kevin Conroy's voice. Steve, I totally agree. When I read a Batman comic, that's the voice I hear. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I yeah, don't hear no... Adam West or Michael Keaton. I did for a while hear Adam West and Michael Keaton. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> now it's Kevin Conroy. Yeah. No, that, that's definitely – that is the voice that I always hear too. I would – just to be different um, because I, I, that would be right there with one of mine as well. But to just to be different um, – to add the depth because the animated one is a little bit darker even though it's animated it is darker i would go with bold and the brave or brave and the bold i can't remember i always get that messed up yeah with uh, uh the guy from drew carey show yeah 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 <laughs> just because it's so it's so different it's so interesting and i think it encompasses the adam west goofiness but in a modern time with the added twist of having these new heroes so um an animated series it's it's hard to get beyond that one because that's that's pretty much I, when I think of that Batman, it pretty much translates to the Justice League and the, the Justice League Unlimited Batmans for me too. So, without having to go all three, I'm going to do something different and go bring the bold. Okay, and I'll give a close second to Peter Weller from The Dark Knight Returns. I really like his take on Batman, um, but they usually have someone. I mean, usually it's someone good doing Batman. 
It's just yeah. Kevin Conroy can't be beat. And Dr. Jace, you need to see Dark Knight Returns. It's in my queue. It's in my queue. <laughs> All right. You've got to see this because I want to talk about it with you. Okay. And Steve. Okay. So before the end of the 75th anniversary of Batman this year. <laughs> Do you know the movies that are in my queue right now? Do you know what's ahead? There's a lot of really awesome There's, movies. You know, skip ahead, though, so we can do an episode because I want to talk about Dark Knight Returns. And you don't have to read the comic if you've seen the movie. So that way, you know, that's done. We don't have to worry about you reading it. You can just watch the movie and we can we can talk about it because that's yeah, it's important as far as comic book stories go and deconstructing superheroes and that kind of thing. This was kind of the one of the kickoffs for that thing. So. Watch it. That's all. <laughs> that is all. <laughs> all right. Any other last words then? Batman animated. Yeah, I, I, no, I actually have a random question I can ask you after we start recording, but no, not animated. All right. Steve? Uh, watch them. Okay. <laughs> that said. It's two last words. Uh, yeah, that works. All right. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. Please, we do want to hear from you about this. Uh, Dr. Jace has asked you who's your favorite Batman. Um, Dr. Jace has asked you if we've missed anything. So strangerandaliens.com. And uh, we need to do a feedback episode soon, gentlemen, because we do have some in feedback fact, piling up. In fact, why don't we do this? Why don't we, um, why don't we put uh, a poll on our website, who's your favorite Batman, and list our Batman, the Batman and let people vote? That'll work. Yeah. Uh, does one of you want to make the list for me? <laughs> don't don't well, since, since this Dr. is like the James beginning of the episode started. who wants to volunteer uh which one's gonna speak first i don't well, since know since dr jace <laughs> has, uh, mentioned it maybe he should be the one that comes up with that list uh, i like that idea <laughs> well we'll right. see well, I, no more ideas from me yeah <laughs> well this episode's not gonna be posted for a couple weeks so we've got i think three episodes we need to post before then so there is time if no one does it before, then I'll do it. Fine. I'm just going to be uh, passive-aggressive about it. All right, cool. Or aggressive-aggressive. Just or, be aggressive. Yeah. Or passive-passive. So, Thanks for okay. listening, everyone. <laughs> you guys want to say goodbye? Goodbye. See ya. <laughs> Godspeed, everyone. You've been listening to the Strangers and Aliens podcast, hosted by Ben Avery, Steve MacDonald, and Dr. Jace O'Neill. Our music was composed and mixed by Tim Leffel. Please join in the conversation by visiting our website, strangersandaliens.com, where you will find show notes, articles, reviews, and more. You can also email us directly at podcast at strangersandaliens.com or like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash strangers, or you can leave us a voicemail on the Strangers and Aliens hotline. Just call 1-804-37-ALIEN and leave your message. And once again... Thanks for listening.